Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Folks, before we get into this next episode, we are proud and so excited to bring this episode to you by our new official sponsor, Kinja Bang Noodles. As always, Kinja Bang Noodles is air dried and never fried. Our noodles are 100% plant based with no preservatives. It's perfect for a quick and easy meal, or you can customize it to create your own flavor masterpiece. Keep an eye out for it this fall. Follow us on Instagram at Kinjabang Noodles for all the latest and greatest. Kinjabang Noodles, feed the revolution. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. We all grew up being told what to do from our parents, teachers, and we even get influenced by our peers and what society feeds us. All those years of being shaped by influence, your personality and the way you operate start to formulate. There comes a point in life where we ask ourselves, is this really me? Is this what I really believe? Is this what I really want? Those self-reflective questions can be hard to answer, especially with their past experiences and influences clouding the path forward. A lot of times, the best things for yourself are the hardest things to do. They require a level of trust in yourself, and you'll only see what's on the other side after you take that leap of faith. My guest today is singer-songwriter Amber Liu. Amber is one-fourth of the K-pop quartet FX. In 2015, she debuted as a solo artist with her debut EP, Beautiful, which landed number two on Billboard's World Albums chart. And Amber has been back in LA for about a year now and is working on her solo career. She's working on music and a ton of other projects. And Amber's grind is nonstop. From entering the world of K-pop at the age of 16 to going solo, Amber is no stranger to long days with minimal sleep. And she talks about her experiences working in K-pop and how those times helped shape her to find what she actually wanted for herself. And being in an industry where you're literally molded to fit a certain look, to have a certain sound, to make a certain type of music, it could be very tough to hear your own voice and even understand what your own heart wants. And Amber talks about where she's at now, at the height of her career as she sees it, uh, where she's actually making her own decisions creatively for her career as well as even for herself personally. And as her work ethic and her grind is is kind of the normal thing for her, that's something that she kind of does by default. She actually talks about how it's a little bit harder for her to slow things down and to rest, but um, also recognizing the need and the necessity of, of slowing down. So she talks about the things that she does to intentionally kind of calm things down when things kind of get chaotic. I think what I really appreciated about this conversation, I think for the people who follow her work, I think the mentality that she has and and how she's grown as an artist, as a woman, and being in a position now where she is able to curate the environment around her with the team that she carries in her work to understanding the the importance of having good energy to be somebody that creates the good energy and and, and also wanting to be around a certain type of energy. And um, I think this is a great conversation about learning to trust in yourself. I think mistakes and all. And, and she talks about 
being able to, yeah, just kind of take that leap, trust in yourself. And at the end of the day, even with everything that's uh, the mistakes that you make to the successes and the, the, the art that you create, you can be proud of that because it is coming from a, an authentic place and, and a real place. This is actually one of the first sort of uh, in-depth conversations uh, that Amber and I, and I have had. And uh, I definitely love these sort of first time um, interactions because the questions that I had were just really in the moment. And uh, I think there's a lot here in her mentality that I, I found to be super inspiring. And um, I think for yeah anybody who's um, into what she does, I think to tap into her mind um, in this talk, there's a lot in there and I think there's a lot to offer. Super fun lightning round at the end. And um, I think that's about it. Another great episode for you guys. Let's get into it. Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. Today, my very, very special guest. I'm so excited. We have singer, rapper, songwriter. We have the incredible Amber Lou in the pod. Amber, thank you for hopping in. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Ben. What an intro. <laughs> Is that, was that a good intro? That was a, that was a very good intro. 10 out of 10. I, I clapped to that. I try. I, I've been uh, doing this for a bit and I'm hopefully getting better. Um, but yeah, Amber, thank you so much for hopping in. Um, yeah, uh, so to uh, this is actually like one of the first like conversations I feel like we're about to have. Yeah. You know, we've always just uh, like seen each other in passing. Yeah. I, I think I met you at uh, uh, Peter Hong's studio. Yeah. Five, shout, out, shout out 5A. Uh, met your dog <laughs> and uh, yeah. and um you know and i've been seeing you a lot at the complex you've been working out a lot yeah yeah been down me, with john me. and malia yeah they've been um, working my butt <laughs> yeah no i want to get into that stuff um a little bit later but uh i i love uh these first time conversations because uh the questions that i'm going to ask you are genuine questions that i am wondering because <laughs> I'd love to get to know you better. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, for myself and for our audience, we always do the origin story. So can you mm -hmm. give us a, a brief snapshot of Amber Lou's origins? Where are you from and all the good stuff? Uh, I was born and raised in uh, West Hills, California, which is in the Valley. Oh, shoot. Um, you grew up in the I, Valley. I'm from the Valley 818. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Northridge, so we're... <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. We're neighbors. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Valley. Um, uh, I like played a lot of sports growing up and um, did music on the side for church. And then um, for some reason, I got scouted um, by uh, SM Entertainment. Um, I got picked up and I went to Korea. Um, I was in a, I'm, oh no, I'm in a K-pop group called FX. Um, I was in the label. I just recently left last year. Um, and I'm just doing my own thing now. I'm back in LA and, uh, listen music and, uh, working out with John and Malia. <laughs> wow. You really gave us a snapshot. <laughs> Cause yeah, that like this. there's so much. Yeah. So many details that were probably left out. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. well, let, let's get back to yeah. doing music on the side. Um, mm -hmm. what, what does that mean in terms of, like, was it uh, singing? Because, I mean, to get scouted by, uh, yeah. a, you know, a record label like SM, I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they're looking for, like, a total package kind of, you know, thing, right? So what was that mm -hmm. looking like for you when you say you're doing things on the side? Yeah, for, so um, I... The, how I got into music, like music was never really like a 
big part of my life, I guess. Like it wasn't like the focus. It's not like my job, like career goal. Um, you know, parents wanted me to be like a doctor or engineer or something like that. Um, but uh, I was very involved in church and uh, they didn't have a band at the time. Um, and uh, so they needed like drums, they needed someone to play guitar and then some, they needed someone to sing at some point. So it's kind of like um, our, I guess, praise group is what you call it, um, mm-hmm. kind of came together and we just kind of like handed jobs off to each other. And I just filled in whatever was needed. Uh, so that's my, that was my only connection to music. Um, how I got scouted, um, I was in, uh, one of those Korean festivals. I was at one of the Korean festivals, um, just for fun. I wasn't doing anything. I was just <laughs> standing there. Yeah. I was doing nothing. Okay, I, I repeat, <laughs> I was doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was just chilling. And someone taps me on the shoulder and uh starts speaking to me in korean and i'm just like what's going on i i don't i'm not korean i'm chinese Mm -hmm. and uh i get really confused i pull my friends over who are korean i'm like what 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 is this person (laughs) saying and it was a um a casting um casting person from sm entertainment and they just wanted me to audition so uh i guess that in a bunch i got scouted for my looks Mm -hmm. so I don't know what the criteria is. I don't know. I don't know what they saw in me, but I was just scouted like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's when like I brought up music to my parents. They obviously were very scared because it's not a staple job. Like um, I think it's a very common thing for a lot of Asian Americans is like, oh, Korean entertainment, ha 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 ha, go go become something else. Yeah. Um, however, my my mom was very um, supportive. She was just like, well you have good grades and you like music so go for it my dad was a little bit more skeptical but uh yeah they let me go audition i had straight a's okay <laughs> i got I, I got i got away with a lot of things because i had good grades yeah. okay <laughs> so uh, um so got in went to korea um i trained for about like a year and a half so when I mean train is, uh, you know, you're going to be put into vocal lessons, dance lessons, rap lessons, acting lessons. Um, I, I guess you could call it like media lessons. Um, I'll get into that later, but mm-hmm. uh, put into all these things and they train you. And then when they think you're ready, they will debut you um, either in a group or a solo or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was put in a group with four other girls. And that's FX. <laughs> and uh, we, yeah, we, <laughs> it's so funny because all my friends make fun of me now for a lot of the songs in FX and they're all like playing the music and I'm just like, no, turn it off. It's so <laughs> embarrassing because I was a fetus back then. I was like, uh-huh. well, how, was how old were you? Oh, you're 16. Okay. I was 16. Okay. So uh, yeah, like it, it's kind of like, it's really it's very nostalgic now to look back and um, like now me and the girls are just a lot older. Like we talk I'm like, Hey, remember that one song that we recorded that we never got to perform? That was a banger song. And they're like, yeah, that was a good song. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, FX, we had a, we, we, uh, we, yeah, we did a lot of stuff. We had like, you know, songs like hot summer that were big new APO, um, rum, bum, 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 four walls, red light. So we, we did a lot of stuff. We were really active. We were 
I, I don't want to like sound braggy, but we, we were the top, you know, girl group. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, yeah, but um, I left the label last year. So uh, we're still together, but we're just, you know, we're all kind of doing our own thing now. Yeah. And um, now I'm under uh, a new label called Steel Wool. And um, now I'm just like making my own music and chilling and vibing. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so uh, I'd love to get a little bit more of the, um, the transition from, you know, the school, get, being a straight A student to taking um, that leap into mm -hmm. the entertainment industry. And, um, you know, it's awesome that, you know, you had your parents trust. Were they supportive when you decided that this was going to be like the full on thing that you were going to do and not, I mean, did you go to, college was there any college that you did you just went straight out of high school yeah i um i actually uh so in uh high school i uh got into a homeschooling program and i actually finished a. I was already wait actually let me backtrack a little bit <laughs> um so i did have straight a's i was um in like honors classes or whatever you want to call those yeah it's been a while since i've been in school yeah <laughs> um but uh i I was actually ahead a lot of, uh, ahead of my grade in, in like, like math and, um, I think science as well. So, um, for at least like what was needed to like graduate. Mm -hmm. So my parents, they, I think like now talking with them, they were supportive of me because it wasn't the fact that I had straight A's that was like, okay, you can do whatever they, they just knew that whatever I did, like I would work hard. Mm. And that because I do have straight A's, even if I were to fail and I go back to school, they wouldn't have too much to worry about. Sure. So just, you know, that's brushing off the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, okay, so uh, so you, you finishing, or you said you finished your school through homeschooling, and mm -hmm. so this is already what, when you were in Korea mm -hmm. training, essentially, right? Um, yeah. can you talk a little bit about like what that process was like on a, I, I can imagine the workload was probably mm -hmm. intense, but like, um, I mean, I, you know, I hear things that there's a lot of on top of the, the actual training from vocal lessons, acting, as you put it, the media training, um, mm -hmm. a lot of the mentality that you need to have, um, mm -hmm. you know, needs to essentially, you know, you need to have a strong mentality to be able to kind of like yeah. be in that sort of environment. Um, what was that like for you in terms of training? I mean, you're still a kid, right? And like yeah. you're learning, um, you're learning life and then being yeah. put in a very unique uh, situation. Mm -hmm. um, so what was that like for you? Uh, I think in the end, it, it, it's just, it's just chaotic because um, for me personally, the reason why I say chaotic is because I, I only trained for a year and a half and um, Korean is my third language. And I had, was like, what, three, three months? I had three months in Korean school. So after just three months of Korean school, I get thrown into a debut group, which is, you know, FX. And I... I say it's chaotic because I did not understand a single thing that was going on. Like I knew basic Korean. I could like go shopping. I could go to the bathroom, but like, you're just suddenly thrown into a business. Mm -hmm. And 
it would just be like, I would be on shows or in meetings and I'm just sitting in the meeting, just nodding my head, just looking at my members and just kind of being like, what are they doing? And then just like kind of going along with that. So I think that language barrier definitely made me a lot more nervous and anxious than um, I think it would usually be. Um, And plus I'm the type of person that I need to know everything. I can meet, I'm a Virgo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to know everything. I need to know Mm -hmm. what's going on so I can do a good job so that Mm -hmm. I can perform to the best of my ability. But because I was just always kind of like, like kind of looking left and right and just nodding my head, ha 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 laughing too. Um, (laughs) It's, it was very confusing. Yeah. Um, And that would be, I think that's like definitely the first, like what, three years of my career and on top of that, like you're, um, you're practicing for like hours and hours. Like, it's not just like, oh, okay, you just practice for like, you know, two, three hours. You're good. No, like we, we spend like, I remember we, I think we practiced for over 24 hours. Like at one point, like we were just Crazy. matching angles, mm-hmm. just matching it. We, we learned the choreography. Um, there's no time to just, you know, let it marinate in your head. You're just going straight into just matching. You, everything has to be um, in sync. Uh, oh, by the way, you're performing this tomorrow. <laughs> like, like you know yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a professional dancer. Like I, I, I the one huge uh, still even till now uh, the one huge thing for me with dance is that I'm very scared because I don't feel like I've like I've memorized it. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's not comfortable on my, my, my body. So um, that's why, like, I went to the dojo a lot mm-hmm. and I went to class a lot because I was like, I need to train this and be able to perform it. But um, I'm always just like kind of screwing up and just in my own world. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, in the beginning, it's always uh, and even up till I think as time went on because we did become more known and obviously our skills got a lot more polished. Um, yeah, like, okay, we have two days to perform this whole set. Like, okay, we're good. Um, and uh, we, it's a, but one thing that's always been constant is there's just like no rest. Um, and it, that goes for, not, like, not only me, but for every like K pop, like a lot of K pop idols out there right now in the industry itself, like, no one sleeps. Like, our managers sleep less than us. Um, I'm pretty sure like the crew and like the producers or directors, they don't sleep at all either. And um, now that I've been back here for a year, um, it's actually kind of interesting because my, my manager now is just like, why don't you sleep? And I'm all like, I have things to do. He's like, yeah. but sleep. And I'm all like, nah, and he, he would fight me on it. And he's uh-huh. like, Amber, go to sleep. <clears throat> my fans do that too now it's like um but i think it's like also kind of ingrained in me just to be all like my first reaction is just like okay let's go work on something Mm. it's it's so it's um it's it's been very interesting the past year i've been like kind of like undoing a lot of these like habits and understanding like oh oh it doesn't have to be like this or there's this way to do it as well um one thing that uh has been help uh, who's been helping me a lot is Sora Sora Yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my choreographer now, and she she was um, kind of telling me Amber like just move the way you want when you dance move the way you want, and mm-hmm. I'm all like, oh, <laughs> it's it's kind of simple, yeah, but it, it's yeah. it, it's it was never my first reaction to things. Wow. When I get a piece, I'm always like, okay, how do I do it like Sora? Mm-hmm. How do I do? choreo like john how do i do it like sean how do mm-hmm. i do that? and i'm always trying to like i'm thinking 
in this, in that way. And, um, now my, my choreographers and like my, that right now, um, best to call my friends are always telling me like, yo, just move the way you want to like right now, just do it. Don't worry about how you look in like, look, don't worry about how you look like us. Just mm-hmm. do your thing. And I think that's been a huge, um, um, my mind blowing moment. I was just like, wait, Oh, <laughs> so mm. the working, so it's been a very, it's, I'm still in this transition. I'm still like figuring it out. And, yeah. um, definitely with, uh, the, I guess the work ethic from, from that I've learned in K-pop is extremely valuable. Um, there's again, like there's the system of like, you know, being clean is always something that like, I know that people who freestyle a lot and that aren't in those group settings would love to learn how to be clean, but mm-hmm. I've grown up with that training. And now we're just, I'm just kind of learning the other way now. It's like, how do I now, uh, you know, embrace this choreo, this movement and mm. make it my own. And at the same time, also like I, uh, um, I've been on two tours now with, um, uh, with dancers, uh, that I, that are from America and we move like light like light years different from each other and but we still somehow kind of look the same and it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. so i'm learning a lot of different things um different ways to do the same thing and uh um just i guess enjoy the art yeah as i'm um as i'm doing it yeah uh i don't i think like as i'm hearing you know just the I can imagine what that experience was like for you in Korea, um, being 16, not speaking the language, and then learning the language, and then, you know, being in these rehearsals where you're essentially, you don't dance, or that's just not like your cup of tea per se, and then needing to be performance ready within a day, um, not sleeping, like that is, that sounds wild to me, you know what I mean? And like, that's not what normal 16 year olds life is like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, let alone learn a freaking language, like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, and, and to be able to communicate um, like on a business level, like that's, that's, yeah. that's crazy. So, um, I mean, there's like, I don't know, work ethic is one, one thing, but there is a, I don't know. I think there's like a, a, a sense of genius that kind of needs to already be oh. there. You know, I mean, I don't know. You were already a student and um, you seem to be able to um, kind of like lock into things in a maybe, I don't know, a a more heightened level than the the average person. Was that something that you were always kind of like as a kid, even prior to K-pop? I think it was more about just me being curious about everything. Like, again, the whole like, I don't know if this is a Virgo thing, but I've been hearing that it's a Virgo thing. Um, it's just like, I, I need everything to be perfect or to some, some point. And I think, and because I'm so curious about everything, I just like do everything. Mm. Um, I'm learning to kind of let the whole perfectionist part go, even though it's not working. I try, but it's like, kind of like with sports. When I grew up, I, I did, you know, tennis, I played ping pong, I played, um, baseball at one point I was playing, um, I swam, um, like all to a certain point where it's like for the average person, I'm doing a little bit better because I was training in all those. And then suddenly I did track and then I got really good at that and I did basketball. So it's kind of like, uh, I was very open to just 
learning everything and trying my best. Um, there is, I think with the, my whole time in K-pop, it was a lot at once. <laughs> um, and it was more work oriented. Um, I was having fun because like, dude, I'm singing and dancing every day. Hell yeah. That's, that's awesome. But then also within my whole walk in the industry, I'm also working and that's my, now my passion is becoming work. And then now when I listen to music or when I look at dance video, I'm just like, huh, well, this is work. Um, and then try to train myself out of that because I know I would just go insane. But then what's also really funny is now, now like I think every hobby that I've had, I, I love like I love sharing what I do with like my family, gaming. Mm -hmm. um, there's always that again, that balance between work and pleasure. So now that gaming has now become something that's like quote unquote work, how do I keep it still a hobby? How do mm. I keep music still a hobby? How do I keep dance still a hobby? Mm. And um, that's the fight that I'm always trying to fight because, you know, I still want to be dancing. I don't want to just be like burnt out and then just quit. Mm -hmm. I want to, like, I'm, I'm surrounded by music. Music still gives me the chills when I listen to an amazing track, um, when I watch an awesome piece um, by the Kinjas. <clears throat> um, I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. You know, uh -huh. like I still want to have that, that innocent, like, I guess, naive mindset, if you guys want to mm. call it that, like that naive, like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I want to do that too. Like I want to mm. have that drive still. Um, and I'm trying to always, I guess, in those ways, stay a kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's really big. And, um, uh... I totally, I totally resonate with that, especially, I think when you do something for so long, um, you know, something that you love to do, and then it becomes like this career thing, mm -hmm. um, you always will have that battle of, um, do I even love this anymore? Like, am I just mm -hmm. doing this because I have to, because this is like my job yeah. now. And then, you know, um, you can very easily fall out of love with the thing that you, you, essentially loved and that's why you got into it and then you know even for myself with dance like it's you know I've been doing it for over 20 years now and like it's mm -hmm. it doesn't look the same as as like when I first started in terms of you know back when I started all I could think about was like oh, I just want to go dance and go practice and whatever and mm -hmm. it's not like that you know yeah. uh, these days and it's um and but it's it's okay that it's not the same that it was and it's okay for mm -hmm. it to evolve and turn into something else but then to accept it for what it is now, you know, and, and yeah. I, I still love it, but it's, it's slightly different in terms of like how it plays out on a day to day kind of thing. And I think the way that you put it kind of like being, being like a kid, you know, and being curious and still being fascinated by, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, by dance, by music and, and, but integrating things that you said that, you know, you, you just enjoy doing like, gaming like cool like this is something that i like and then you can kind of create a work around it um i guess so you know um you know as you were talking about like the choreography thing or mm -hmm. um matching like i need to move like this person i need yeah to, like uh, and then learning like in you know sora telling you like hey just move how you want and like move yeah. like what feels good to you and then that kind of being this like okay like what do you mean you know? <laughs> i think that's yeah. that's really that's that's big in a lot of ways because i yeah. totally get the 
I mean, just in the context of dance, like, yeah, sure. If you have a choreographer, normally you try to mimic the choreographer and style mm-hmm. and obviously the moves um, and, and even movement quality. Um, but then, you know, there, th- that's if that's what the intention is. And then other times the intention is like, here's a template. Now take my mm-hmm. template and, and put it on you and, and see what that yeah. feels like. Um, I think there's a, a big life thing there too, kind of like, and, and I, I get this sense of, you know, where you're at now, even with your transition back to the States and, you know, switching labels and kind of more so creating, it seems like you're creating for yourself things that feel good to you doing things that like, Hey, mm-hmm. like I'm, this is my life. And it involves like these, these aspects of different things. Um, and kind of like, finding your own legs, finding your own voice Mm -hmm. and like kind of what you want to create for your own career and things like that. Um, what, what was like that turning? I'm sure it feels like there was a a breakthrough of sorts Mm -hmm. or like, you know, even leaving Korea to come back to the States. What was, what was kind of like going on, you know, in your headspace, even the way that you were looking at your, your artistry and stuff to kind of like make this transition of like, I need to kind of do something for myself. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like, can you talk a little bit about yeah. that? Um, so I actually first put out like my first like solo music back in 2015 uh, while I was still with the, um, the old label. And I, I think off the bat, like it's a song called shake that brass. Some, some people know it. I, it's it's like a it's a it's a it's embarrassing now because i like watched the video i'm just like oh my gosh i'm so young and this is <laughs> weird um but like one thing that i've always wanted to constantly change within i guess the image that i had was that like i, I, I guess yeah with, with my image it, it, i wanted i wanted to change it because it wasn't me mm-hmm. um and though like i my my persona in fx is like I'm still with the girls. I love the girls. We're family. That's what we are. But I think um, it, it's it's not me in the way that people think. Like number one, I'm a rapper. Like I'm not really a rap. I, I rap. I, I I enjoy it. It's part of my songwriting. I'm inspired by a lot of rappers. But like to be labeled like a rapper, like it's. I think it, it, it's a different like you need a different resume with that. You need like Mm. different receipts with that. Um, I've, and a lot of people um, in general told me like when they first met me, they're like, Oh, you're actually like different from what I thought you would. I'm like, like, what did you think I was? They thought, and people thought I was very, very like aggressive and that like um, I'd be really just like strong and bold, but they think, but when, after they meet me, they're like, Oh, you're actually very quiet and kind of like soft. And I'm all like, yep, that's, that's me. <laughs> Cause like, again, I was like, I was, I understood how much my persona in FX really like, like how, how different people perceive me like um, from like my actual self. And um, yeah, I like singing a lot more and that's when I started singing and people were like, ever sings? Like mm. it's, so it's a very like different, I don't want to say like, oh, FX me is not, it was not me at all. It's not that it was just like, I kind of wanted to steer people in like, I'm also like a human being and I'm a kid, you know, but I'm also growing up and I'm figuring out my stuff. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know, like people think that like, 
um, when I'm dancing, like I, I, yeah, I have more masculine like movement tendencies, but I actually started with jazz funk. I actually loved jazz funk. I love like mm. Brian Freeman. Um, you have, uh, I used to watch Brian Freeman all the time. I was just like, oh, I want to move like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I actually love dancing feminine, but then I think also people's perception of me dancing feminine was funny to them. I stopped doing it. Mm. so it's me kind of just like kind of taking back this like i will dance the way i want to dance mm-hmm. um sora has been like um so supportive that john's been very supportive of that um you know and i i'm just like you know what yeah i'm just gonna try to dance the way that i want to um i'm gonna make the calls that i want to now that like, again i'm out of um I'm, I'm with a new team right now and like i'm essentially the boss of what i do um, I do have a lot of opinions coming my way, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, maybe I just want to do it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just really try me trying to take back myself because I feel like I, I love listening to feedback. I think a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like when I was in K-pop, I didn't really have a, dis- I couldn't make decisions um, but now that I'm went from having like not a lot of decisions to having every single decision that I can possibly make, it's very overwhelming. And it, it's, it seems, it could seem weird to a lot of people, but it's like, I'm, I'm not very good at making decisions either, mm. but I'm trying to, you know, you know, be a little bit more transparent with like my emotions, how I'm feeling. Um, that doesn't make me feel good. Like you do this and, or like what triggers me and um, like, Hey, I, I hope please don't talk about me in that way. Like I'm like, wow, I actually got let people talk about me um, in front of my face in a lot of bad ways. And I just let them do that thinking that I deserved it, you know? Mm. So it's like a lot of like, cause I was so young. Now I'm a lot, I'm it's been 12 years um, not only professionally, but mentally and just um, emo- like personally, like if there's a lot of things that I'm like, realizing in the past year and i'm realizing every day and it's a it's a it's it's a grind <laughs> yeah but it's trying to stay positive and pushing through yeah um no thank you for sharing all that i think that's uh there's a lot of i can see just the growth that you've um uh had to experience and um i think there's so much value to uh experiencing that those those kind of hard growing points and mm-hmm. you know as you talk about like you know realizing like hey i'm like allowing things to happen like in front of my face that i shouldn't you know and like there's a it's, it's very bold um and so important for you to be able to just recognize that and be like hey i actually am not okay with this and or um you know what yeah like this is what i believe and you know thank you for your opinion but this is more me than what you're, what you're suggesting and um, kind of putting that, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't want to say putting your foot down, but you know what I'm saying? Like kind of like being like, yo, this is, this is who I am. And like, I want this. And I think the reason why that's so important too, is because once you make that decision and then you move from a place where like, no, I'm, this is how I am going to decide to do X, Y, or Z because this is me. Mm -hmm then you, you have more pride in the things that you do at that point too. Cause then it's like, yo, this is coming from a real place. Um, 
And, you know, even as you put it about like, you know, not like, not like FX wasn't you, but that was a part of your evolution. Like you, you had yeah. to experience the things that, um, you know, you, you had to go through in Korea for you to be like, mm -hmm. this stuff I like, and this is, I'm cool with actually, this is not me. And then, you know, yeah. as you go do your, you know, your solo yeah. thing, um, you get to be like, all right, cool. Like, this is what I took yeah. from that. And here, I, here's how I want to kind of tweak things and change things and stuff. Yeah. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. So, uh, you know, as we are in, you know, this weird time, you know, um, you've been back, you said about a year now back, yeah. back in the States. Um, and, you know, obviously going into this year, nobody expected this year to be what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with your workflow and music and life in general, like what, what is, or I guess how have you kind of transitioned from what you thought this year was going to be to mm -hmm. how it's actually kind of playing out right now? Um, well, it's like super weird because, uh, I was on tour when like the, like when the news broke out about, um, COVID and, um, I was, I, I've always just stayed busy. I've always liked being busy. Um, and, uh, I remember right when my tour ended, lockdown happened and I was just like, well, number one, people are getting sick and dying and that's, that's horrible. So like my work is whatever. So I'm trying to like, um, but what's also, um, and I don't mean to get too political, but it's very interesting for me because in Korea, um, with healthcare and, um, their system over there, it's way different than, um, in than America. And I just started realizing that too. And I was like, Oh, because in Korea, you're sick, just go to the hospital, mm -hmm. and it's very cheap. You know, um, I've never, honestly, I've never been to a hospital here in in LA, other than mm -hmm. me being born. Um, <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> I, I've never been to the ER um, yeah. in America. I'm learning about politics right now, about um, and all these things around it, and I'm just kind of like, oh, this is a very different system. Mm -hmm. So, um, but. Uh, yeah. So other than just being like kind of socially and politically kind of mind blown, um, and I'm learning about that too. Uh, I, I think workflow wise, um, it's just honestly just constantly being careful. Um, I think it's very much 
understood and like normal now for within me and my team constantly get tested um, and to just be safe about it. Cause our jobs, um, especially for dance, like you, you need to be next to somebody. Yeah. Um, and like the mask thing is really easy cause that's something that I grew up with in Asia. Mm-hmm. So like whether we're working on set, um, I've been on a couple sets already. We have been working on a couple things and it's, um, it's just very, just like everybody's just in their own bubble. You just got to respect the diameter. Um, it's very interesting how everything's been picking up, um, and workflow, like, uh, with my music creatively, like I actually like kind of took a break or I'm trying to take a break. It's not very, it's not working very well. (laughs) I think it's again with the whole transition of, I like being busy. I like working all the time. Um, I'm always finding something to work on. Uh, but I've been trying to force myself to take a break. It's not successful yet, (laughs) but, um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just taking more time to, uh, I think do things slowly because mm-hmm. no, no one's doing, no, no one's really going anywhere. Um, and, and I think for myself, if I'm not going anywhere, I think that's okay. And I'm learning to live with that, um, as well. I just hope that, you know, COVID kind of lifts some, sometime soon or, um, we work toward, you know, just making a more healthy and safe environment for everybody to do things. Um, but then we need to be responsible, um, throughout that whole process. So, um, if, when is this being released? If it's before the election, people should go vote. (laughs) (laughs) Please go vote. (laughs) Yeah. That's so important. Um, so you, you, you keep talking about like your, natural tendency to be busy and and kind of mm-hmm. always be doing something and working uh what what does like your average day look like like from morning to night um wake up emails of course um do emails um i do look at um real estate and then do look at stocks <laughs> um for a bit um I've, I've been researching a lot of financial stuff um and then uh after that, um, news. Um, so my, most of my mornings are compiled of just kind of getting updated with what's going on in the market, what's going on in the world. Um, it's very brief. It's nothing like too. I'm not like, you know, computer science, like, oh, I'm not going through everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, br- a briefing of what's going on. Um, and then usually I go through songs. Um, I, I do have a lot of songs in my vault. It's either I work on songs or I uh, go through the vault to um, like, I'm working for, I'm working on an album right now. So I'm like always trying to double check. Um, or I send some out I'm like, Oh, maybe I should get this feedback from this person. Um, um, if that day I have a studio session, I have a studio session. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if I'm working out with John and Malia at the complex, I'm working out with John and Malia mm-hmm. at the complex. Um, and then, uh, that would probably take up a good chunk of like probably up till I want to say late afternoon probably would get home, um, wash up for a bit, um, look up more news if there is any, um, and then do desk work for a bit. Um, whether it's like accounting, um, me like sending files, doing feedback on videos, um, because we're working on, um, a couple of music videos at the moment and then, uh, probably see what's going on in the gaming network. Um, maybe stream for a bit if I need to, um, if I feel like it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of calls afterwards. Most of my calls I don't during the day I don't pick up. 
Um, but I always tell people mm. that, like, it's like when you texted me, right? I, I don't think I texted back. Oh, it's <laughs> so, all good. Yeah. So like <laughs> late, I don't, I don't go through my, like my, my text and most of my texts till like late at night. Yeah. And then sometimes I even fall asleep going through them. But, um, that's usually like a day. Um, but mo- like the more exciting days, like I'm on set, um, editing sessions, like songwriting sessions, like those like take up the whole day and probably will go to like the AM. And, and then basically when I get home, I just, I'm doing emails and all that stuff. So, um, that's usually me. <laughs> that sounds pretty packed. How much sleep do you get on average a night? Uh, these days, um, I'm doing a little better. I get six to seven, which is good. Okay. Yeah. Um, not too bad. Busy. Yeah. On a busy one, I'll probably get like, like three to four, which is not good or two. Yeah. Um, it, it depends how sidetracked I get. Yeah. Are you like, <laughs> but, just drinking coffee all day or, or you don't you just have natural energy or what i, I think it's natural energy actually wow. it's pretty weird right. i think i think it's i think it's that whole um i i can't sleep over six hours like so even if i sleep six hours i have to force myself to go back to sleep to get an extra two or three mm. but um even up to before this podcast i slept three hours every hour i was waking up so i keep forcing myself to go back to sleep yeah <laughs> yeah you're just a night owl like do you function best like late nights and stuff like that so um i actually have been trying to be a morning person i had i like a couple years back i i was a morning person but the thing with you know writing music and like you know grinding and stuff like most sessions are at night and Mm. um i can't be like half asleep during the session but i did enjoy being a morning person for a while um i remember i was running at like 6 a.m uh, I did, did all that. And then I would come back and no one's, no one's awake still because it's probably like 8am, yeah. 9am. So I'm just working and grinding and I would like sleep at like, I don't know, 12. It'd be nice. But, um, I guess for the music lifestyle, it's not the most fitting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get that. Um, you know, so with all that, as I get it, you know, the grind is real. And that's also something that it seems like it's a part of kind of how you naturally are, you know, like you mm-hmm. always just like to be doing something. Um, but, you know, that could get pretty, you know, heavy too, right? And yeah. how do you kind of um, take time for yourself and kind of sift through the noise and kind of quiet down and mm-hmm. find peace? Um, I think the first thing is like, if I'm still mid-project, I try to, uh, I think I, uh, I tend to just kind of stay quiet a lot when I'm like really stressed out. But what I've been trying to do these days is like, I start voicing like, Hey guys, let's finish this now. Um, like I, I kind of let my, uh, I guess my, I don't want to say impatience, but, uh, because I was patient, um, and I'm doing because I am doing a lot of things and like things aren't organized. I'm like, Hey guys, let's stop for, let's stop for a second. Let's backtrack. We're losing focus. Let's get focused right now. Who's doing mm-hmm. what, what's doing and what is being done. Um, because I, I am technically the CEO or the director, or like the, the lead I'm producing my album. So I need to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like micromanaging people. I love keep letting people do their thing because that's what I hired them for. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, yeah, there are times of like when there's, it's so much, there's just so much going on. No one's organized. Everybody's doing like, everybody ha- is grinding. Um, 
And um, there, and what I love about my team is that we do have those occasions like, Hey guys, okay, let's stop. Let's just stop real fast. Let's just take like five minutes. Let's, let's go walk around. Let's just cool off. And then let's just get reorganized. Let's mm-hmm. so um, definitely one of the, like those mid breaks is very important. Um, even if it's like the deadlines in an hour, like we, we will take a five minute break to like readjust and rewire our brains. Um, when it's like, there's a lot of work, honestly, I I'm trying to just think of it more as I'm going to take one thing at a time. Cause I probably have like 20 things that I don't know that I have to do. Um, I'm, and I think that's just the, it, that's just natural for my position that I have all these things to do. However, I'm also understanding that Sometimes it doesn't need to be done at that exact moment. Um, if I want it done, I'll send out an email. And then if they don't follow up and it's not like urgent, maybe I'll just l- let that email just be left re- on read for a while. Mm-hmm. At least I sent it, you know, and then when I, when I want to bump it, I'll bump it. Um, like so small little adjustments like that, I think kind of help um, keep me a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I've been really trying to, Again, find that word of like, what, like, what is rest? Cause honestly, like I, I took like a, I think before lockdown happened, I did take a, a, a slight, like after tour vacation and personally, like me going away for a while, that wasn't, it's, it doesn't feel like rest to me. It actually makes me feel a little bit like I, I need to work. I need to do something, mm. but I think that is like the work jitters. But, um, and I've been working since I was like, I'm like 15, I was like, what? Well, actually since I was a kid, because like, I used to like do like jobs and stuff even before K-pop and it's very natural for me. So like what is actually, um, relaxing to me is like, it was what I'm trying to find these days. Maybe it is to like, maybe take a month off. Um, but I'm actually also mid project, so I can't do that. <laughs> but, yeah. but taking these small steps to like, okay, maybe I should sleep more okay, maybe like my manager called me. I won't pick up till tomorrow. I will call, I'll call him tomorrow. I'll leave mm-hmm. this for tomorrow. Unless it's urgent, he'll call me back. Mm-hmm. Um, just really taking those steps to not always find everything urgent is not right now the step that I'm trying to take. Mm. Um, and uh, to take time alone as well. Um, been taking like, instead of running, like, cause even working out at some point sometimes does, um, feel like I'm, it it does feel like work because I'm like working toward a goal. Mm -hmm. But, um, at the times when I guess my other escapes don't really help, I'm just trying, I, I, first thing I try to do is just go for a walk, Mm. clear my mind, get some air, start like naming things that I love, which is like, I love the trees. The sky Mm. is so blue today, you know? Oh, wow. That's, um, that's a, that's a cool pizza joint, you know, like mm-hmm. I start just breaking all that down and just go on a walk and just start naming things that I see and what I'm thankful for. And it, it does calm me down for, uh, and, and that does help me for a while. Um, and that's what, that's, I think what, what's been helping the most. Yeah. I love that. I, I was going to say, you know, um, everybody has their, you know, their go-to simple pleasures, you know, that like, um, you know, on a day to, like on a daily, like whether that's, yeah, tuning out for a bit to just like freaking just watch TV or go for a walk mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think that's so important to do. To, well, cause 
yeah, we all, we all live in a 24 hour day cycle and, you know, like, um, we all wish we can have more time, but you know, it is, this is what we have, but like what we do with it. And even if it's small pockets that you take for yourself, um, I think that's so important. And it's interesting because I, I have a similar thing for me where, well, I, I picked up running at the top of quarantine cause you know, all the gyms yeah. closed down. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go out running every day. And that was yeah. awesome because like, I get to just get out of the house and, and just, you know, run in a park and appreciate exactly what you're saying. Like yeah. the sky being blue and the trees being green and, and it's like kind of like corny as that sounds, it really does yeah. um, help you kind of like settle down because like, like yeah. you get to simplify things and you're like, you know what, yeah. like work is work and things need to get done and they will. But at the end of the day, life is this, this is the basics yeah. of life, you know, breathing and, and having food to eat, water to drink, mm -hmm. having legs to run and walk like that. Those are all these like basic things that we can um, take for granted and not really recognize. Mm -hmm. But when you do, it's like it just kind of puts everything into yeah. perspective. And I think that's really important. And like, yeah, like for me, I, I get yeah. that even just going on like a drive and just like not listening yeah. to anything and just kind of like letting things kind of, you know, soak in. I think that's really, really yeah. big. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, these days I, I, you mentioned like things like gaming and like, is that kind of, a um, you said it's a part of like your workflow. And so yeah. what, where, where is all that in terms of like your work play, like, you know, life? Um, it's usually, it's so mostly game at obviously at night. <laughs> Sometimes uh, um, I, I stream on Twitch. Um, me, me and John uh, rate each other a lot. Um, and we, uh, I've been using, so the reason why I, I, I don't like to say like gaming is work, but um, it technically kind of is, but the but I do love it. Um, and I want to do, I do want to share that with the fans. Um, I'm actually using the work side of gaming um, in a way where I am scared of everything. Like you, you play a scary game. I'm going to be screaming. I'm going to be jumping. I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm such a coward. <laughs> um, but it's actually Twitch and like my fans and, um, have like honestly given me the excuse to play these scary games mm -hmm. and to kind of face my fears. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, so it's like, again, like, I love work. I love working. Like when I say like, Oh, gaming is work. This is work. it's not technically a bad thing. It's just like, I'm using that it now as an excuse. Like, okay, yeah, I have to work. I have to entertain my fans. I need to play this very scary game that will probably traumatize me for the next week, but Hey, why not? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, uh, like I, uh, <laughs> I'm just screaming. I'm sorry. I just scream a lot. There's yeah. a new game called phasmophobia. It's all, about ghost hunting it's honestly not the most jumpy game but it's like just so scary because like the music changes and yeah. this ghost might come and you're just like ah i'm gonna freak out <laughs> um but yeah it's it's fun because like i i feel like i've been i i've always been like avoiding those things like mm -hmm. i don't want to do scary things i i didn't i hated watching scary movies but it hasn't it's been like the past year or two, two, two or three years that like, I want to watch scary movies. I'm like, scare me, scare me, like make me feel something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm more open to it now. Um, and I, I, I mean, it's like, it's like, 
even though I'm not enjoying the whole process of me being scared, it's like looking back, I'm like, I'm glad I did that. Uh-huh. I'm really glad I did that. And to share that experience with not only my friends, um, like on Discord, um, but my fans, like it's, it's fun. And I'm kind of, I kind of want to normalize like, Hey, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little whiny biatch too. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love those. Uh, I remember when uh, Resident Evil first came out on PlayStation, dude. That yeah. was like my freaking jam. And and it's funny because like uh, my my roommates like that I lived in back in college, they wanted me to play so that they can be in the room and watch and 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 just scream along yeah. uh, with me, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I love that, and, and I think that's also kind of cool too. Like you putting yourself. Um, intentionally putting yourself in a position where you're like, dang, this is not what I would normally do, but like, okay, like if my fans are going to get a kick out of it and yeah, facing your fears, there's, there's something there too, to that. I think that's, that's pretty, uh, that's interesting way to put yourself in a vulnerable (laughs) position. Um, you know, so, you know, obviously you're, you're very much still moving um, 2020 is, is happening, but like you're Mm -hmm. finding ways around and, and, Mm-hmm. finding your flow and things like that. And uh, I'm sure that you're working on a ton of things to come. And um, it, it seems like you're smack dab in the middle of your, your, your rise as far as, um, you know, you, you just turned a new chapter, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of made the move out here and, and kind of starting fresh and being, you know, kind of in charge of your own um, kind of destiny as far as where your career goes and stuff like that. And um you have a, a ton of people who look up to you and mm-hmm. um, may aspire to kind of uh, be the next Amber Lou, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so in, in light of those things, you know, I, I love to um, ask people how they define success, you know, cause everybody mm-hmm. chases this, you know, elusive sort of like concept of success and making it. Um, mm-hmm. How, how would you define uh, what success looks like for you? Um, I, it was actually really funny. Like, uh, when, um, I, I think when people say like, Oh, success, just like, you know, just to be happy, but it's like, what makes you happy though? Mm-hmm. And I think I went through this whole, like, I don't know, like what's, what's, what's complete happiness. Um, I feel like success, um, I, I want to be the anti anti answer. <laughs> I feel like it, it, like success is, you know, it's something that's undefined, like that, like it's just always going to be a question. And I think success itself, um, I think it's success is a journey. It's not like a thing where you're like, you achieve and you have, you have success. It's a journey because I even know the, like some really rich quote unquote successful people that are still like, I'm still figuring it out. They don't feel successful. Even for me, I don't feel there's like, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I feel like I have achieved nothing. I've done nothing in, but to other people, if I've, I've achieved so much, I am very successful and I'm it's success. And that's why when people say like, what is success to you? I think it's like, no, it's success is, it's a journey. It's not a, a thing you achieve. It's just like you, in, and I'm trying to be thankful for every moment and enjoy the process of everything because I think we're all so caught up just like, okay, we want to be successful. We want to make the bajillion dollars. I want to, I want to dance like 
Michael Jackson. I want to sing like Whitney Houston. Like that's success to me. But it's like, well, we're so caught up in all thinking that the whole time that we never enjoy like the, like the class that I took with, um, with John Hall or Sora or Ben in the future when I take your class, <laughs> you know, like I'm not enjoying those moments and those baby steps. So, um, I know the, my answer doesn't make sense, like make complete sense, but I think you know, success to me is in, it's all about the journey yeah. and, if, um, <clears throat> and, and enjoying the journey. That makes absolute sense. Uh, I think that is so, there's so much wisdom to that because it's kind of like, um, you know, when like you set a goal, um, you set it and then you achieve it and it's not like, okay, cool. Life is over now. I achieved my goal. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing left. It's like you, you set another goal and you achieve that. You set another goal. And then that mm-hmm. process is, it's, it's the process. It's that dash from yeah. A to B, you know what I mean? It's not, mm-hmm. um, it's not necessarily, yeah, the destination, but it's the process mm-hmm. of getting to every other place yeah. that you will go. Um, I think there's so much, um, so much wisdom there. And I think when you can identify that, and I think that's why I asked that question because when you know that like, if that's what you uh, look at as success is the journey and you know that you're on it, then you can always be confident. Like, Hey, I am successful because I'm, I am recognized that it's this journey that I'm on. That's, this is what I'm going for. Um, And I think that's so important for everybody to recognize, like, what is the thing that you're going for? Because if you can identify that, then you either know that you're either hitting that or you're like Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit off. And so you can kind of recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's huge. Um, if it's cool, want to kind of like wrap this up with a, a fun little light. Right. Right I love to shoot off Ooh. questions and, Ooh, uh, I'm so nervous off, off top. <laughs> you got to come off top. Right, let's Here we go. go. Let's go. Three, two, one lightning round. What's your favorite food? Uh, um, pizza. What is your favorite movie? Finding Nemo. Favorite animal dog the best boba place in the la area oh oh that's a hard one um volcano tea house in sautel okay what is your quarantine guilty pleasure eating gummy worms (laughs) what's the last thing you binged Uh, oh man Oh man. Um, I have not been watching a lot of shows, so I do not know. <laughs> All right. You have no time. Um, who, who was your favorite K-pop star or group when you were growing up? Um, I liked Bella. Favorite vacation destination? Hawaii. What does a perfect Sunday look like for you? Boba, workout, games, do music at, at night. What's your least favorite workout exercise? High knees. High knees. Anything high knees. I hate high knees. Ban high knees. I hate high knees. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Um, something in the environmental field. So I don't know what, but something, something for the environment. And I still want to do that. Cool. Awesome. What is your hidden talent? Um, I don't, the thing with my tongue, 
I don't know if you can see it, Ben. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah, I can. Do the, I can. I can make shapes with my tongue. Sick. I can also I can tie a cherry cherry stem with my with my tie oh, knot with yeah. uh with my tongue with a cherry stem. I don't know. That's that's Weird. an incredible talent. Love it. What what is your proudest moment? Mm. Uh, I think I will, I think the biggest one I think is when um, I think FX and I think I'm very proud of what we've done and I think the lane that we've created um, because we weren't just a typical girl group I think we 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 were we were like we were the anti girl group <laughs> sick yeah. what was your most memorable performance uh, our FX's first concert, definitely. It was the first one that we ever did in like in seven years. It was all us. It was a two and a half hour set of just full on choreography. There was thirty two songs that had choreography. Damn. Or, or thirty, close enough. Somewhere in the thirty. That's a marathon. And, and we did that. It was great. So, what was uh, your career highlight? Um, other than FX. Because that, that's a given. Um, I think, man, I don't know. I, I think I think I feel like I'm just kind of starting my my new career. Mm. Like FX is already the highlight. It's been that. Um, I think for me personally, is Amber Lou. Um, I'm just beginning it. Um, and oh, I guess me making out with Mike Bow in my video called other people <laughs> that it, that was that was funny that was funny I was like if I'm gonna make out with someone it's gonna be one of my best friends might as well and it's not gonna be awkward and it's not awkward I even forget that it still happened it happened yeah. so um as of as of right now for this new journey of Amber Lou making out with Mike Bow is the, the highlight that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, what would be a dream opportunity for you? Um, I would love to just collab more, not only in the music field, but like dance space, um, in uh, the like production space, uh, video space. Um, I, I kind of, I'm in, I'm in this phase now that like, I, because I've done everything by myself for a long, like a while and not completely by myself, but mostly by myself. Like, I, um, I'm being inspired by collabing with, um, my friends now. Um, and I, I just, I just down to collab now. Oh yeah. I dig that. What is one item on your bucket list? Uh, not that I want to do this, but I think I have to eventually skydiving. Same. I feel that. That's on my bucket list. I'm very scared of not being on the ground, though. I feel that. But, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. want to skydive. That's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, levitate. Levitation and flying. What is your, what is your actual superpower? Mm. <clears throat> I think my my vibrator is pretty on spot. Not whether it's not to like, like, Oh, if I, if I don't vibe with you, it's just like, Oh, that's like, you're a bad person. Not that it's more like, this is a good vibe. This is a bad vibe. Mm. I don't feel bad. I don't feel good about this. It's yeah. like the general. 
Mm. My general radar, my vibe radar. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's big. Yeah. That's huge. I love yeah. that. Great answer. What is your biggest fear? Uh, I fear. I think I fear. Um, I think the actualness of being alone, like, like there's no one in the world. Mm. You're, so you're alone. the last person on on. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. Okay, Word. that's very scary. Yeah, it's like I am legend. Yeah, um, pretty much. Uh, if you have any, what would be your biggest regret? not giving it a, not giving things a try. And so far, I think I've either tried it or um, it's on my list to try. So yeah, I don't regret anything. Not yet because everything I think is a building block. Everything I say, every mistake I make makes me who I am. Every experience mm -hmm. makes me who I am. So I don't regret things, but yeah, if I were to regret something, I think it's like, oh, I didn't try this. Mm. It's good. It's good. Less of more of what would you want to see less of in the world and also more of? Um, and I'm guilty of this too. I want to see less, less, um, straight up assuming, assuming and jumping onto a bandwagon. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I want to see more of, um, I guess, and this is for, again, for myself, like listening and trying to understand because, um, I, Again, again, I can't repeat it enough. I'm guilty of this too. Like we assume a lot of things. We want to just, we think that we know everything about something once we like know about it. But I think there's a lot of, um, you know, we're still young. Life is life. We, we've still got a lot of things to do in life. And uh, I think everybody's perspective is very unique and very interesting. You know, even though me and, so-and-so have maybe the same k-pop background we think of things totally differently and i think that perspective is beautiful uh, the difference is beautiful but it's also um it doesn't have to tear us apart you know mm -hmm. um and uh you know just like vibe more vibe just vibing with people like let's stop um again assuming just because we don't see eye to eye that we we're not going to ever be friends let's vibe on something that we can't come in, like we, that we can vibe with. That's like, if you like ice cream, I like ice cream, but we, even though we like come from different worlds, mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's, let's vibe and listen to each other, be kind. And, uh, you know, uh, let's love each other, I guess in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. What is your golden rule? Your, your life mantra? Mm. <sighs> I think it's always going to be very cliche. It's like never give up. I think it's right now. So it's never give up. And I, it's to a point where it's like, oh, it's not being cliche. Like never give up. It's just like, actually like when I'm within a set and I'm trying to set a PR with John and Malia, like I have to keep repeating that to myself. Mm -hmm. um, and even in like, you know, uh, going through all this quarantine, I'm pretty sure it's a hard time for everybody. Like it's just, so, you mm -hmm. know, repeating that, like just speak it into fruition, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. That's great. Um, Amber, thanks so much for um, sharing. I feel like um, I can go on forever, like asking you questions, but like, I yeah. think, uh, you know, this, even in this like kind of initial conversation mm -hmm. um, with you and kind of understanding, uh, you know, your, your history, how you grew up and even everything that you kind of went through in Korea and mm -hmm. you being in this 
um, place now where you're making moves for yourself, kind of setting things, um, doing things on your own terms. Uh, and, and, and not even just that, cause I, I can sense like, yeah, your work is in your nature. Your work ethic is, is kind of like you, it's almost more, it's harder for you to escape that than it is mm -hmm. for you to like, um, kind of chill out. And, but like you even recognizing the, the, the necessity to, to breathe and to exhale and to yeah. take time for yourself because, um, you know, I, I definitely have felt it more so during this year than I've ever felt in my life. Like mm -hmm. mental health is a, is a thing that I don't think I've yeah. ever really taken the time to like, um, pay any attention to for myself. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm fine. Like I'm good, you know? And like, yeah. but, you know, during these times, like, I was like, man, am I actually good? Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I need to kind of maybe talk to some people and kind of like, yeah. you know, get some stuff out there. And, and even, uh, you know, I feel like in this conversation and um, it's so interesting that you, you talk about like having a vibe like radar and like yeah. I can sense that from you that you are a very um, self-aware person and, and, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like how you like doing things and it doesn't always have to be this like um my way or the highway sort of thing but like yeah you know when you have to like yo let's 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 get focused and let's let's do things like okay actually mm -hmm. i'm gonna go for a walk you know I, I need to kind of um decompress a little bit i think yeah there's such a um importance there and and um just the the wisdom that you have and i i know like for your your fans that um that that love you for your work i think your mentality, there's so much, um, that's there. And, and, uh, I hope that, you know, for those that are listening or watching that they can kind of get, um, you know, the, the fact that you're a human being, you know, like as, as kind of like dumb as that sounds, it's like you have feelings, you have, uh, uh, aspirations, you have like things that you enjoy, you have things that you fear, you have insecurities, you have like everything mm -hmm. that everyone has. Um, but, you um manage it in a way where um you find your flow and and uh you know surrounding yourself with with the people that you connect with and i think yeah. um i don't know just having this conversation with you i, I appreciate you sharing um, i appreciate you yeah. Oh. yeah i was like the shower of compliments it's like uh, uh, and then i'm like wait no it's okay start taking compliments it's okay yeah <laughs> but next time i i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna interview you and then we're, we're gonna we're gonna go we're actually we need to actually chill this like was were you working out last time uh yeah uh, well i'm probably gonna go back there today i have a couple other things to do mm -hmm. but i'm gonna try to get into the gym um but yes oh, yeah. we definitely need to have some more chill sessions yeah and uh we can flip the tables you can interview me we could we could oh, yeah. <laughs> do it <laughs> but, um, that's awesome yeah uh w what can people um i mean for whoever's like you know not following you like how can people follow the journey and what should they be on the lookout um uh, uh well other than my social media platforms um uh ajol underscore llama ajolama um i'm on twitch as well um i've been working a lot of music uh, there's no release date. Um, just, just grinding, um, uh, working on a show called I'll ask the stupid questions, uh, which will be coming out in, uh, uh sometime in October. 
oh, it's already October. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so soon. So <laughs> yeah. soon. Uh-huh. Um, and it's basically, I, I kind of wanted to like, again, I kind of, I'm curious about everything. I'm, I wanted to just kind of, I want to normalize learning, learn, normalize, not knowing, like it sucks that I don't know about a lot of things, but I'm going to learn about them. And, um, that's what I wanted to do with that show. Um, team working on it. So they're, they're doing an amazing job. Um, I'm just, I'm just the, the, the monkey, the test monkey. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, there's that going on. Um, music is still maybe like we have a lot of projects going on. There's no release date yet, but it could be released at any moment. So there's that. And you'll probably catch me on Instagram working out with John and Malia. So <laughs> that's dope. Out of curiosity, what, what's, yeah. what's the llama age old llama? Oh. What, is, what is llama? So Agel is a uh, is Amber Josephine Lou, which is my full name, just okay. mixed into one thing. Uh-huh. And then Llama comes from um, is actually a, a a fan joke that went that went around in the beginning of my career. They said that it looked like a llama, and then it blew up because I was on this TV show. So I was all like, you know what, the fans like it that much. You know what, I'm going to embrace, embrace it. it, and yeah. I'm gonna own it. Yeah. I own llamas now. Okay. Yeah, so, okay <laughs> that, that works that works for me i was just curious dope, yeah. dope. well uh yeah no thank you again for yeah. uh taking your time i know i know you're a busy busy woman so no, thank uh, you so much you. um folks thanks for listening or watching if you find this episode entertaining valuable inspiring all we ask that you do is share it take a screenshot of your phone uh tag us at kinja's podcast cast with a k we're on instagram twitter facebook and all that if you really like what we do, hop into the Apple store, leave us a rating. Five stars are always great. Write us a review. All that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. And uh, we're still in this, guys. Uh, we're doing what we can. And uh, be healthy. Stay connected to people. Um, and uh, wear your mask. And get yes. out there and vote. That is yes, very, very vote. important. Please vote. Yes. And yes. we will catch you guys <laughs> next time. Peace out. Bye, everybody. Kids are blind.